Hey there, sister. Welcome to Girl Out of Order, a podcast for women like me taking actual steps to more fully embrace their unique selves and stop trying to fit into someone else's mold. I'm your girl, Christine, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, lawyer, and mama to my very own girl gang. I am fired up to help women transform what seems broken into the fuel they need to become the champions of their own damn lives. On Girl Out of Order, you'll find a community without comparison, a place where you can come as you are, but leave changed and inspired to never again deny a single part of your beautiful self in a quest to fit in. So if you're tired of feeling like you're too much and yet never enough, Girl Out of Order is your home. When you start believing that not fitting in is the perfect fit, contentment, vision, and joy will surely follow. So girls, if you're ready to do the brave work, come on in and let's get started. Welcome back to the Girl Out of Order podcast. We are continuing on in our series, Who Are You Really? This is our series all about identity. We are digging deep and doing a primer on all things identity because that girl out of order, that's my passion. My passion is to help women uncover, recover, or for the first time ever discover their true identity and design compelling, gorgeous lives from that place, that deep knowing of who you are and what you value most. So to do that, We are doing this series that is mirroring what I'm learning and guiding women on in Unleash Her Power Within. Unleash Her Power Within is an eight-week program sponsored by Tony Robbins and led by Carissa Kuchis. And Unleash Her Power Within has absolutely been critical to my own personal development and my understanding of identity. And so this series, the per- the purpose of the series is to lead you through the principles that will help you find your way back to you. Maybe, sisters, it'll help you find your way to yourself for the first time ever. And it all starts with identity. Once you know who you are and what you value, Designing a gorgeous, compelling life becomes second nature. You do it from that place of knowing yourself and love, falling in love, and then falling in love again and again and again with your beautiful, beautiful self. So we are in part three, and tonight we are talking, I say tonight because I'm recording tonight, could be today, I don't know when you're listening, but... On this episode, we are talking about the power of decisions. But how did we get here? This is part three. So let's do a quick review of parts one and two. This is an eight-part series, so I want to do review each time because we are all about the stacking effect, right? We want to stack all of these lessons. They all build on one another. So if you haven't listened to part one and part two, please turn this off and go back and listen to those because this is a progressive um, series and I want you to come out on the other side of this freaking fired up and have so much momentum to move your life forward. So what part one, we talked about measuring and we talked about what gets measured grows and you cannot measure 
or you cannot manage rather what you don't measure. And so we talked all about the wheel of life and we talked about measuring honestly and accurately all the different categories of your life. It's done in the shape of a wheel because the point is if you have any area of your life that is out of balance, your wheel's gonna be clunky. For me, that is time. Time is a perennial battle for me and it is a battle that I am always waging because I know that if I master my time and if I become a what I'm calling a time goddess, then my life is just going to improve dramatically and I'm going to have so much more peace. I'll be more settled and more present. So what are the areas of your life that perhaps have shown themselves in that wheel of life that needs your focus. Did you do the wheel of life? Did you measure? If you didn't, please go back and do that because that is a beautiful gift you can give yourself and your gorgeous life and all the people that you love. So part two, we talked about the right kind of BS, the belief system. This is one of my deeply, deepest passions is what do we believe about ourselves? We dug into the different types of beliefs that are driving the quality of our lives. Did you do the disempowering belief dump? That is not an easy exercise. In fact, the first time I did it, I wept over the piece of paper. I one time did that um, something similar with a pastor of mine, a pastor's wife of mine, And she was so beautiful and she just drew a giant cross over all of these awful things I thought of myself because I was crying, but I really believed them about myself and I dumped them all out and she wrote a cross over it and said, Jesus paid it all. That was my belief system at the time. And it really put it in perspective because I realized I was dumping on myself in my brain. We need to get out what we're holding inside Because even if we're indulging those beliefs on a subconscious basis, they are driving every area of our gorgeous life. Do you tell yourself you're stupid? Do you believe that you will always be abandoned? That was a big one of mine. Do you believe you'll never get ahead? Do you believe that it's just too late? Do you believe that you're too fat, too old, too tired, too slow, too much, not enough? Get it out. Once you get it all out, then you can rewrite your story. But if you don't understand the beliefs that are driving your decisions and creating how you show up in this life, then it's going to be very hard for you to rewrite a new story. Did you take the time to flip the script? And take what is disempowering and turn it into empowering beliefs. We did that in part two. That exercise has been the single greatest catalyst for my own personal change, growth, and practice. Even this morning, I recognized that I was allowing myself to indulge in imposter syndrome. And it made me go dark really, really fast. But for years, because I've been practicing empowering words, beliefs, and actions... I quickly recognized what was happening and I understood what it was doing to me and I turned it around. As a quick follow-up to part two, remember in the past episodes, we've talked about Byron Katie's The Work and the four questions to turn disempowering beliefs into empowering beliefs. It's all about the inquiry. 
So this morning when I was believing, you're just an imposter, Christine. What do you think you're doing? Why do you think you can do these things? I stopped myself because I've been practicing this and building new habits and patterns. And I asked myself, is this really true? Are you an imposter? I didn't even have to get to the second question because my answer was a resounding no. It's not true. But then I have to keep going through the questions. How would I, how do I feel when I believe that I'm an imposter? I feel embarrassed. I feel ashamed. I feel depressed. I have no energy. I want to cry. And because I don't know it's true, why am I allowing myself to believe that thought that then creates those emotions? And then I went to question four, who would I be if I didn't believe that thought? I would be energetic and fired up and excited and motivated and optimistic and creative. Who doesn't want that life? So when I talked about flipping the script, when I talked about turning those disempowering beliefs into empowering beliefs, sometimes it's as simple as doing the inquiry. Can you be sure it's true? Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that belief is true? How does believing that thought make you feel? And then who would you be, girl, if you didn't believe that thought? And it sounds so simplistic, and I don't mean for it to be, but there's power in the simplicity. Don't underestimate it. So that's parts one and two, and now we're getting into the power of decision. My all-time favorite quote of Tony Robbins and there are so many so for me to say that that means a lot my all-time favorite quote of Tony Robbins is this it is in the moment of decision that our destiny is created in the moments of decision our destiny is created well now that we've measured all the categories of our lives And that we've done a deep dive into our belief system that drives the quality of our lives. It's now time for you to take some freaking action. Remember, we're in a series called Who Are You Really? We are talking about all things identity. And it is critical that you understand that I understand that this cannot simply be theoretical. This isn't a bunch of head knowledge, sisters. We must put our work boots on. We need to get to work. Today, we are talking about the power of decisions. Sisters, When you have the right kind of belief system that empowers you, actions flow from that power. Now it is up to you to create momentum and turn those beliefs into results. Because after all, we're designing lives that we will really freaking love. I mean, it's just your life you're designing here, right? It's just your life that you're living. So in order to design a life that you can really freaking love, And that must be the goal. You must design your life. And that means taking action. So creating a life that you really freaking love doesn't happen by sitting on your ass. Sorry for the language, but it doesn't. Creating a life that you really freaking love involves design and intention. And that means action. Actions require decisions. Are you ready to make some decisions to move your life forward to the next level? Who wants to stay stagnant or move backwards? You didn't turn into this podcast to feel like, oh, everything's great. I'll just stay the way I am. 
That's not the kind of podcast this is. This is the kind of podcast that lights a fire under your butt, that gets you moving, gets you up out of your chair, gets you dancing, shaking off the dust, making some good decisions for you because you are worth it. Your life is meant to grow. You're either growing or you're, you could finish that sentence for me. You're either growing or you're dying. Do you want to live a life where you're dying? That's what stagnation is. Stagnation actually isn't staying the same because you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. Very rarely are you neutral, sister. You tuned in because you want to move your life forward. You tuned in because you want a reality check. You want a dose of energy because that's what I am. I am an energy queen and I am here to tell you that it is time to design your life. And that means taking action, making decisions. No analysis paralysis for you, right? You know who you are. You know what you believe. You are now grabbing hold of those empowering beliefs. And now it's time to take some action and make some decisions. So many women I know are afraid to make decisions. They hum, they hog, they wring their hands, they clutch their pearls, me oh my. You got to make decisions if you want to have a life full of energy and vibrance and growth and contribution. Those are the highest human values to grow and to contribute. And to do that, you need to make decisions. You see, life is like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Now, I might be dating myself. I don't know if they still have them. I don't recall them when my kids were in elementary school. But when I was a kid and they'd hand out those book order forms, do you remember those? Oh, my gosh. It was one of the best days ever. And even though we didn't have a lot of money, mom would usually let me get a book. So I would scour. I would flip the pages and flip the pages and flip the pages until I found the Choose Your Own Adventure book. Those were my favorite books. Why? Those are my favorite books because you get to choose your own adventure. What I loved about those books is that you could read the same book 10 times and if you chose a different adventure on those pages where it's saying go here or go over there, you could end up with different outcomes. So it's so exciting to get to the end of a chapter and be able to decide if I wanted to go left or right or 10 pages forward or 14 pages backwards. The point of this, sisters, is life is like a giant adventure book. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Now, I'll be honest. I might sound super excited, but as I've gotten older and I had children and I had responsibilities, decision-making has gotten increasingly difficult. Because now when I make a decision, there's a lot of little people depending on me. I've got responsibilities. And so sometimes it's tempting to not decide. But guess what? Not deciding is deciding. And over the last several years, since I started on my personal development journey in 2019 and joined Tony Robbins Mastery University in 2021, my life has gotten so much fuller, so much deeper, so much more textured, and the growth has been exponential. Why? 
because I became so much better at making decisions for my life. I was no longer a spectator sitting on the sidelines waiting for things to happen. It doesn't work that way. And yet, I still sometimes feel paralyzed when I'm faced with a decision about what direction I want to take my life or my business. And (laughs) there are other times when I decide so quickly that it probably freaks out my loved ones. Okay, I know it freaks out my loved ones. I might have a little bit of an impulsivity streak. But Tony Robbins says that the best leaders, they make decisions quickly and they change their minds slowly. So I'm very grateful for the last few years of personal growth because I am learning to dial more into who I am, what I believe, and what I value. And when I do that, the quicker I make decisions because I'm making them from that place of deep knowing of who I am, what I value, and what I'm going for, what I'm moving towards, what the outcome is. So we want to talk about two different kinds of decisions. There are decisions that are made from the head and there are decisions made from the gut. Now I'm sure there's other kinds of decisions, but this is just where I'm going today and it's my podcast, so I get to do that. My husband is incredibly cerebral. I love my husband so much. Sean is an amazing counterbalance to me because I am all about gut, intuition, and heart. My husband, on the other hand, well, (laughs) can't think of what the movie is, but that movie with the sloth and where he's running the DMV and he's like trying to press the keys on the computer and it's really slow. We actually kind of laugh that my husband is an Enneagram 9, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, which the animal for the Enneagram 9 is the sloth. He makes decisions very, very slowly. I say it like that because that's what it feels like when I'm waiting for him to make a decision. He thinks, he ponders, he considers, and all of that is beautiful. It is gorgeous and it is so necessary because if I plowed through life like the bull that I am, and yes, the bull is the Enneagram 8 animal, so that is me, I would leave shattered China everywhere. I would leave detritus and a mess. So God gives us what we need and he gave me a husband who makes decisions from the head. Now, that's not to say that I don't think and analyze and ponder. Of course I do. I mean, I'm an attorney for God's sakes. Sometimes I wish I could turn the damn brain off. It's exhausting. So I do overanalyze at times. However, decisions from the head is just one way of making a decision. You Decisions, they must be made, must be, ah. Decisions must be made as a reflection of what matters most to you. And a lot of times that requires thought process and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Designing a belief system that lights you up and propels you to the life that you truly want often requires contemplation and meditation. And that is not just the gut, that is the head. Decisions require wisdom. Wisdom requires contemplation. And contemplation requires the head. So sometimes we have to make decisions with our intellect. And when you know who you are, you know what you value, and you work through it, and you use wisdom 
leads to effective, effective decision making. But I really want to focus on another type of decision. The other one I mentioned. Decisions from the gut. Oh, this is more my jam. Definitely more my jam. Certainly more my area of the marriage. Siri Lindley says, trust your gut and listen to the whispers of your soul. Doesn't that just feel good? Even just saying that out loud, it feels good to me. Sometimes, sisters, your gut is screaming so loud at you to do something. And if you are truly dialed into who you know yourself to be and what you value, you will learn to trust those gut feelings. I have always listened to my gut to some degree. Well, always is really a dangerous word to use. So maybe I should correct that. I definitely have a much stronger tendency to listen to my gut and react from my gut than I do my head. Like I said, God gave me Sean for a reason. However, it's in listening to my gut that I have made some of the single best decisions of my life. I have always told my daughters, and this is where I will use the word always because it is absolutely true. I have always told my daughters since they were old enough to understand that God gave us tummies to send us important signals. Now, I taught them this in the context of stranger danger, but as they got older, it evolved into helping them understand that our gut can often be our guide. When we know in our tummies that it's time to leave a relationship, leave. When we step onto a campus for a visit and our stomach feels settled and strong, go there. When we're deciding who to marry and something simply nags at your stomach, the answer is no. Listen to your gut. Listen to her signals. For me, in 2020, I had a constant nag in my stomach that it was time for me to move on from the law firm I worked at and strike out on my own. But I was terrified. We were in the middle of a pandemic. And I had no idea if this was the end of the world. Yeah, I was one of those people that kind of sort of believed it was the end of the world. Or at least was afraid that it might be. I doubted my abilities. I didn't know what I could do. I didn't know if I could do this, but I couldn't ignore my gut any longer. My stomach was sending me such strong signals that it would wake me up in the middle of the night, rolling and churning and picking at me. My stomach refused to let me sleep. It refused to let me stay where I was. And so I chose with shaking hands and quaking legs and nausea that kept me from eating for days. I chose to listen to my gut. And even though I took action completely terrified about the outcome, I knew that I was following her signals. I knew that I was following my gut signals that I could no longer ignore. And I decided. I planted the flag of decision and I said, this is it. This is what I'm doing because I cannot ignore my gut any longer. Nearly three years later, I now recognize that that was one of the best decisions I have ever made for myself, my family, my health, and my clients. It has been one of the most difficult roads I've ever traveled, but I am so grateful that my gut was my guide because I am where I am because I decided. 
I have freedom and presence and a joy in my job I never knew before. It's not easy. Running your own business is no freaking joke. But it makes me wonder why my gut didn't send me those signals sooner. But she showed up exactly when she was supposed to be. Decisions are often made with a declaration. I decided and I declared that it was going to be so, that I was going to open my firm. Once I decided, I declared it, I made it so. Are there ways that you have made decisions where you have declared something that might seem a little crazy? Maybe. When I was 16 years old, I walked up to a track club coach we had just met and I told him I was going to be a state champion runner. And I asked him, are you willing to coach me there? I laugh, I giggle when I think back to that moment. I can see exactly where me and Coach Bill were standing in the YMCA lobby. And I must have sounded like the most arrogant, crazy person. But I got to tell you, I give him a million, million, billion percent credit because he looked right at me. He said, absolutely, be here on Saturday an hour early and I'll run with you every Saturday before practice. And within a year, I became a state champion. And then I became a state champion. And then again, and again, and again. Because I declared what seemed impossible. Because in my mind, I had decided that it was real. You see, I went to a high school that didn't even have a track. And yet I never let it occur to me that I would not be a state champion. I declared that it was going to happen. And it happened five times over. And I got one of the first ever Division I scholarships. Actually, I think it was the first ever Division I scholarship from my school. A small school with no track. Because I declared it and I made it so in my mind. And then I decided I would do whatever it took to make that decision real. And so it was. But we're... We're all about getting real and raw here at Girl Out of Order. And over the years, I have lost some of that declarative decision-making power. So part of the reason I do this podcast and part of the reason I'm doing this series in particular, I want to channel that 16-year-old certainty. I want to get back that clarity and that declarative power that I had when I was 16 because, you know, like Siri Lindley, who declared she was going to be a world champion triathlete, even though she didn't know how to swim, I never doubted it for a moment. And I want to get back there. So are you willing to start making declarations? It doesn't have to be anything crazy like becoming a state champion runner or a world champion triathlete. It can be simply as I declare that I am going to go back to school and get my degree. I declare that I am going to leave this dead-end job and pursue what really lights me up. I declare that I'm going to finally file for divorce from this abusive relationship. I declare that I'm going to research adoption because I'm not going to accept that I will not be a parent. What is it for you, sisters? What is it for you that you need to declare with certainty? The declaration is the most powerful part of any decision. 
So what are you going to say out loud with such certainty that it becomes real? This is not performative. This is about a mindset of absolute certainty that leads to decisions that create a beautiful, beautiful life. For me, I'm declaring it right here on this podcast. And this is really scary. But I am declaring that I will be a public speaker for women speaking and teaching and leading about identity. That is the path I am certain is for me. And I am taking action now to make that a reality. I am lining up opportunities so that I can live the beautiful life I know I am called to live. And that is to become a public speaker and leader of women. That's scary to declare it. But when you declare it and you say it to people, then you got to be accountable, sister. I got to be accountable for this now because I just put this out there into the universe. Am I scared? Nah, I'm not scared. Am I excited? Hell yes, I'm excited. Okay, I'm a little scared. Scared is the, I don't like that word. No, I'm taking it back again. We're women, we can change our minds. I'm changing my mind. I'm taking it back. I'm not scared. I have nervous anticipation. But I'm excited. Because I am all freaking in. I just made an investment in a course. To become the public speaker I know I am designed to be. And it's scary and it's expensive. And it's, I'm taking a chance. But I'm taking a chance on myself and my dreams because I am declaring that I am going to be a public speaker. What are you declaring? I know I'm getting fired up. That's because I'm declaring. (laughs) What are you going to declare? When you make a decision, sister, pay attention to how that decision feels in your gut. What do you know inside you is the right thing to do? You see, there are no wrong decisions, believe it or not. That sounds like a crazy thing to say. The decision that you make to go all in will be the right decision for you always for such a time as this. So pay attention to your gut. If your gut is waking you up in the middle of the night and telling you it's time to leave this relationship, listen. If your gut is waking you up in the middle of the night and telling you it's time to get the degree, leave the job, buy the car, move from where you live, pick up the phone, call your mama, because I wish I could call mine. Listen to your gut and decide. Because our lives are nothing but a series of decisions. So let's get practical. So I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to be really honest. I'm challenging you to get out your journal and a pen, sisters, a pen, write it down, type it up if you must. But I believe in the power of writing. I want you to ask yourself, what do you believe about decisions? Do you tell yourself that decision making is just really hard? It's so stressful. Decisions are scary. Are those the words that you're using when you talk about decisions? 
Or do you look at decisions like, this is exciting. Look at this. This is powerful. This is empowering. How do you look at decisions? What do you believe about them? And the next question is, how is that belief serving you? Is it leading you to make good decisions? What are the consequences of believing this about decisions? If you're somebody that believes decisions are scary, what are the consequences for you? Are you stuck in a job that you know is leading you nowhere? Are you staying in a relationship that is killing you? Are you not joining the gym and then not taking care of yourself and your health is suffering? What are the consequences of believing what you believe about decisions? Now, I want you then to list out three of the biggest decisions that you've ever made in your life. Do your best to remember the process that it took to make those decisions. Describe that process in detail because we're going somewhere with this. All right? Take the time to do that. If you need to pause this podcast and do it, please do that. Don't put it off because you're not going to get back to it. For me, one of the biggest decisions I ever made was to go to law school. You see, I had great grades. I mean, phenomenal grades. I was really proud of my grades, but my law school exam scores were atrocious. I didn't know I had ADD. I had no idea why I couldn't test well when I was so smart. And so I almost made a decision to go to nursing school, even though I had no desire to be a nurse, but I didn't believe that I belonged in law school. And in the last few moments, I trusted my gut and I just applied. But I didn't just apply. I got resourceful. I went and saw the law school dean. I took classes there. Um, I made connections. I got references. See how that is? You make a decision. You make a declaration. And then it leads to more and more decisions that get you closer and closer to your goal. Building our home. What was the process of deciding to build our home? Here in Crystal Lake, the northwest suburbs of Chicago, what was that process? When I think back, (laughs) I remember the process. I remember how we made that decision. We sat down, what are our goals? Our top goals is to be close to family, be in between our parents, so my parents didn't drive into the suburbs because it was really super scary for them, um, to be on a train line. So we literally followed the train line up the suburbs and drove through them until we drove through one that instantly felt amazing in our, you guessed it, our guts. And then we found the neighborhood where they were building homes and we knew what we wanted. We wanted a house that didn't back to other houses. We we had laid out the things that we wanted. And then we got resourceful and we convinced the builder to open up our lot and we built our beautiful home and we lived here for 23 years. What are the process? processes that went into you making your biggest decisions, ones that have maybe changed your life forever. Write them down. Now next, I want you to think about three decisions that you have made that didn't quite work out the way that you wanted to. And I want you to describe them in detail. Ask yourself, when you made those decisions, sister, did you make them by deciding what would be best for you? Or did you make them putting a premium on what was best for others. 
Because see, women, so often we make decisions based upon what matters to others and we lose sight of what matters to us. So I'm wondering if you look back on some of the decisions that turned out the worst for you, if you were really honest, did you listen to your gut? Did you feel pressured into making that decision by somebody else? Did you minimize what matters most to you? And maximize what matters to somebody else? Did you ignore the whispers of your soul? Write down those three decisions. I want you to answer those questions honestly. Because if you've ever been pressured to make a decision, you know what I'm talking about. Whether it's a decision to accept an engagement, a decision to become intimate with another person, decision to take a job you know isn't right for you because maybe somebody said we need the money um I don't know what is it for you you need to get radically honest about how you show up and make decisions for your beautiful life so that you can know better and do better so that you can be better And so that you can become empowered to live a more intentional, value-driven life. The last question I have for you is this. In making decisions moving forward, what three things will you use as guidelines to set yourself up for success? Only you can decide that for you. And yes, you have to make a decision about how you're going to make decisions. But you can do it. You must do it. And I'm waiting for you to do it. Now to wrap this up, I want to remind you about our empowereds. This is one of the most impactful quotes Tony Robbins has ever said, at least for this woman. It's in those moments of decision that our destiny is created. What is your destiny going to be? Are you going to be an intentional designer of your destiny? Or are you just going to float along life like the lazy river, let life take, letting life take you wherever it decides to go? I suspect that's not you or you wouldn't have showed up here, girl out of order. When you say no to the job at the place that you know isn't going to lead you where you want to go, everything changes. When you decide to buy the business, everything changes. When you book the trip and you declare, everything changes. When you hire the damn coach, everything changes. When I signed up for Tony Robbins Mastery University, that was the moment and decision in my life that has absolutely positively changed my destiny. It was because I went with my gut in November of 2021 and signed up for Mastery University. And I chose to go all in that my marriage has not only survived, but thrived because I received the gift of the Tony Robbins intervention in December of 2022. It was because I went all in a master university that I was able to have a beautiful, even though it was brief period of reconciliation with my mama before she passed away. 
because I went with my gut and chose to go all in, that this podcast is taking off, that I am changing and growing and transforming into a beautiful, powerful, congruent, integrated, optimistic, present woman, the likes of which I never dared dream I would be. I am now a leader in UHPW. And I get to serve women and it is such a privilege because I'm serving from a place of overflow that came because I made a decision. Sisters, when you know who you are and you cling fiercely to your most deeply held values, decision making flows so much more easily. I never said it was totally easy, but it's more natural. The power of decision-making is absolutely critical to living a life you will truly love and deeply, deeply love. You, sisters, have the power to change your experience of life. And it all begins with decisions. We're in this together. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for joining me for part three in our Who Are You Really series, The Power of Decision. You are amazing. You are so committed. And I know that you are going to have all the tools you need to design your freaking beautiful life. So come join our Girl Out of Order community on Facebook. Share this podcast wherever you go. Please get the message out. We need more girls out of order in this world. And I cannot wait to see you next time for part four in our series, Who Are You Really? Where we are going to talk about the power of the mirror. I'll see you next time.